0: Hey, you crazy bastards! Welcome to another week of E Crime Bites. This is where I go through the court documentation and roast the criminals, so you don't have to. This week is season two, episode twenty. We are talking about cyberstalking with Parker Ryan Little. And Parker Little was born in 1996, so he's relatively young, and he's approximately five ten, 160 pounds. So, you know. Slim build, I'd say not even average, probably slim build. Definitely slimmer than the guy you're looking at on your screen if you're watching this video, that's for sure. Because I'm the same height, but definitely not 160 pounds. Now, the crime here, cyber stalking, a lot of it. Not just one, not just one person, not just one victim, just a ton of cyber stalking. When you think this case is over, stick around because there's going to be more cyber stalking. I, I can guarantee it. The victims here, we're gonna be talking about a former employer. We're gonna be talking about a former girlfriend. I'm sorry, a former friend. And then that former friend's girlfriend and that girlfriend's parents. So you talk about, oh my God, cyber-stalking just anybody in a blast radius here. Parker Little's got it covered. He doesn't stop there. He also cyber police officers and their families. So you can see that's probably going to draw the attention of law enforcement. Technology here, we're not going to be throwing a whole bunch of technical stuff at you. We're just going to be talking about things like Gmail. We're going to be talking about Google Voice, which is like phone numbers over the internet. We're going to talk about ProtonMail, which is a type of mail you can use to anonymize yourself. And we'll be talking about text messaging. And here I picked this case because cyberstalkers, they... I never see these cyber-stalking cases and it's just one little instance of cyber-stalking somebody and they're done. It's usually they cyberstalk somebody and then they cyberstalk that person's acquaintance and then that person's acquaintance and they don't stop and then the police get involved and they cyberstalk police and this case is no different. No different at all. So when you hear this, it's just, he's going to start with one person, but it's just going to, the victims are going to rack up very, very quickly. That's the reason why I picked this case because... You have to put in at least a full-time job, maybe two, to cyberstalk all these people to the extent that you will hear about in this episode. So with that, let me get you right into act number one of this week. And I titled this one, The Serial Swatter, because we're going to start out with a bang, quite literally. Well, first of all, I I have a mugshot of Parker Little on your screen. I got this off um, the Internet it was one of the w something or other news sites this is just his mug shot from law enforcement so it's kind of grainy that's why i didn't use it in our our thumbnail for the show but I, I try to show you pictures of the people that i talked to you about when i can and this is the one that i could attribute to him and i couldn't find anything else that i was really confident was him so this is the one picture you get with that we're gonna zoom backwards and back 2014 parker little was 17 he was in high school at the time first thing he came on radar of law enforcement is he called a bomb threat into his school i don't have any more information than that i think it's probably because he was 17 and there's not information out there about that because he was a juvenile but i did find documented in later paperwork that he called in a bomb threat when he was 17 so he started out young then april 11th 2015 this is about a year later there's an incident of swatting number one. And I say swatting number one because this is the first incident. And if you're just joining me and you don't know what swatting is, one second. Let me give you a little background. Swatting is the process of making somebody your victim by spoofing a call as them and basically saying you need emergency services. And it's typically not just, hey, I cut my finger or um, I got a gas leak. It's usually, hey, I just shot my wife and I've got a gun to my children's head. You better come get me. I'm going to die suicide by cop. It's usually that tragic. So that way, police officers, fire, ambulance, they all rush out there because they think this is a real situation. And usually what it is, is some family sitting at home watching TV, have no idea that somebody called in the SWAT Incident into 911, and now they have the emergency services that are screaming at them to come out with their hands raised. They have guns drawn on them, and it's just not a good situation for the victims. So, with that, you can imagine this is a weapon for somebody like Parker Ryan Little, because at 4:09 p.m. that day on April 11th, 2015, he called in into 911 and said, "I'm the initials MS. I don't know who they are, but the victim." And he said, I just shot my mother, strapped a bomb to my 21-year-old daughter's chest and was armed with the AR-15. The caller provided an address on Saba Lane in Port Neches. I hope I pronounced that right, Texas. Now this call comes from a Google voice number, which is a just a virtual voice number on the internet. You can use your computer to call other real phone numbers using a phone number through Google. If you've never used this, it's, it's, it's very simple um you can get an app on your phone or a web page on your desktop and you can type a phone number and literally call somebody this is what he used so remember this is this google voice number it's going to come back up jefferson county swat called out so they they go to this address that he gives them so then there's Two and a half hours that go by. And I put question marks here because I'm like, why? Why did two and a half hours go by when he said this, he shot his mother? I have no idea. But two and a half hours go by and they made contact with the resident. The resident was let out and was handcuffed, as you can imagine. Now, the occupants to that house had the initials JL and had no idea what the fuck any of this was about. Okay, like I said, it was a swatting event. So this victim was like, what the shit just happened to me? The same, the very same day, there's another swatting event in a different part of Texas. This is um, at 8.17 p.m. So about four hours later, Corinth police officers were sent to a home on Terra Evergreen, Shady Shores, Texas in Denton County. The same Google voice number that I just talked about called this one in as well. They called in the, the law enforcement agencies that showed up here. It was the bomb squad. You had SWAT, you had Texas Ranger. And I'm like, holy shit. I hope Walker showed up. Right. And all these people showed up because there's a swatting being called in from this address. And in this address, there was this Mr. And Mrs. JV is their name, their initials. They have a son. The son's initials is KW they were home okay so when the swatting happened those three individuals were at home later on a daughter comes home the daughter's initials are sv so you can imagine the swat happens the three people at home are like holy shit what happened then later on the daughter comes home and says oh my god you guys are swatted Yeah, there's something I got to tell you about. I play Call of Duty and there's this hacker on there who's named Demon. He's been contacting me and, you know, now harassing my family. He's been posting my family's info online and tried to hack into my Skype. So this is what the daughter's telling law enforcement and her family. She also says Demon contacted her earlier and threatened to hack her PayPal and Twitter. Okay. Demon sounds like a piece of work, right? So the daughter thinks that this whole swatting was actually demon's attempt to humiliate her when she's out there streaming content. Crazy, right? So two days later, April 13th, 2015, a witness comes forward. And I got to pause for a second. If you wonder why I'm talking about 2015, it's because I had to go to the beginning of the story for this. So hold on. We do get to 2013, (laughs) but... So two days later in 2015, a witness comes forward, says, Hey, you remember that swatting that happened on Saba Lane in Port Neches, Texas? Well, I used to live at that address and I'm a professional Twitch live streamer, which means this person probably has people that pay to watch them stream content like games and things like that. It's a, If you're a gamer, this is a big thing online. If you're not a gamer, it probably doesn't make a lot of sense to you. But people will pay money to watch other people play games. And this is what it sounds like this potential victim does. So she, it's a she in this case. She says that she's a professional Twitch live streamer. She says that she and her family have been threatened by this person online, quote unquote, Demon the Lord. That's the Twitter username. Of this person. And on Saturday, April 11th, an hour after that first SWAT was called in, Demon the Lord sent this potential victim a message that used to live at the first SWAT address and said, Did the police call? And then he said he heard that she had been swatted. Crazy, right? and you could probably stop the case here and go whoa big crime committed hey that's done let's get into the investigation and be done with this but this he's just warming up trust me so as you can imagine investigators have just knocked down the door of two poor families and now heard from another victim and they get to work so they find that this google voice that called these emergency calls in it was registered to an email address of lol john the demon kind of all squished together as one word. And this is a gmail.com address. So it's all Google services, which I'm going to tell you, for a bad guy is usually a bad thing cuz Google logs the shit out of stuff. You're going to see this. So this is this is the criminal here that has called in the swatting events so far. Now, they also trace this Google voice account back to the Twitter account of Demon the Lord that was threatening that witness that called in. All this stuff came back to Parker Little. Okay, so Parker Little is the person that it pointed to all the phone numbers, email addresses, all that stuff, including IP addresses that accessed all these accounts, came from Parker Little's address in Wagoner, Oklahoma, or his grandparents' place where he visited often it sounded like and then when investigators were doing this investigation they found other victims they found at least seven other victims so we only know about three you know the two families that were swatted and the one twitch uh, person that was said that they were um harassed so that's three families but now we're talking about at least another seven and by the end of the story you're going to find out it's a lot more than seven so investigators do a little digging and figure out what parker little scheme was is he would target popular online gamers. And it sounded like women from what I could tell because it said she in almost every instance. He would target them, and a lot of them would have millions of followers on Twitter. Okay, so I imagine they're making money on on different social media platforms. Parker Little would attempt to coerce or convince them either to following or mentioning his Demon the Lord Twitter account or mention it in a positive light, like, Hey, you know, this is a great guy or a great gamer or whatever it is. He wanted them to post. If they said no, which I imagine most people did, if they said no, he would swat them or dox them. And doxing is kind of like swatting. It's, it sucks as bad, but at least you're not having law enforcement at your door. It's where someone takes your personal information and then it online. And then other people will, you know, order pizzas or call and harass, or just it's it's a bad thing. So swatting and doxing, those are very common tools in a toolbox for a person like Parker Little. He would also try to hack their Twitter account. So this guy was just trying to get into their business in any way, shape, or form he could. February 19th of 2016, he pleads guilty. And he pleads guilty to two counts of making false bomb threat and Kinda sounds off. Maybe that was the best law that they could charge him with. Maybe that's what swatting was in their jurisdiction. I don't know, but it was making false bomb threat, even though he said, you know, in one case he shot somebody. Oh, well, I guess he had a bomb on his daughter, right? Who knows? But that's, that's the crime they charge him with. I'm not a lawyer as you can tell. All right. So he pled guilty to him and when he was sentenced for this and you're saying, Keith, you're wrapping up the case already. No, I'm not. This is just, this is just the appetizer. When he was sentenced on August 31st of 2016, he was given 12 months and one day. So just over a year. Okay. He was given two years total of supervised release. So you got to imagine he's got to be in prison for a year. And then after he gets out, he's supposed to keep his nose clean for two years. He's also has to do 50 hours of community service. And they say, you cannot have any contact, sir, with any of the victims in this case ever, which is probably a really good idea. And I'm going to pause here because this is the end of act one. This is the appetizer I just finished with you. We got to get into act two, which I, I titled Parker's literal second act. Okay. Because he's, I think you learned some things. And what I just showed, talked to you about today to make his next crime even worse. So you gotta come back tomorrow and listen to act two, Parker's literal second act. If there was anything you liked in this episode so far, I I know probably didn't like the criminal, probably didn't like the crime, but if you liked the depth that I researched this, or you know maybe the lightheartedness that I present this stuff to you, please like, subscribe, thumbs up, follow, whatever the positive affirmation thing is on your platform. If you could reshare this, that would, even be better just to introduce new people that haven't seen this podcast, because this is a lot of fun to go through a case like this every week. And I'd like to have more people join me and be a lot of fun. That's the way we can do it. So with that, I hope you come back tomorrow because I'm going to get into Parker literal's, I'm sorry, Parker little's literal second act where he, his cyber stalking just goes off the rails. You will just, you won't believe this. So I hope to see you then, thanks.